This is Joe Irwin. And this is Wayne Jefferson. From Jefferson Irwin Racing. And you're listening to Real Racing USA. I'm, I'm going to throw a wrinkle at you guys. I, I just We decided to throw a wrinkle in the show here. Right. So we have uh, Billy Bigley Jr. with us. and Billy. Billy, we're just talking about the old Farts 50. What do you think, man? Yeah, Dick, Billy would Dick be there. Anderson, Dave Pletcher, all them guys. Hi, Billy. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. What's up, Mr. Bigley? Nothing much. Just, Tell, uh, you just had a big, uh, what, what did you do, finish fifth up there? in the Seventh. Seventh? Yeah, we we Tell- pitted wrong. We pitted wrong. The problem of it was we qualified really well. 30 cars, we qualified 12 fastest. Uh, we um, got right in the top 10 real early in the race and, and had a super, super, super good race car. Probably one of the best Pro Cup cars driving-wise I've had in a long time. Mm-hmm. And um, we just... A lot of guys were pitting, and the problem of it was is my dad fought for me, and he's, he's kind of looking and see what's going on. And a lot of these guys that were pitting, were kept, they kept getting caught up in, in, in wrecks with the guys towards the back of the pack, getting antsy and things like that. And I'm like, I don't really want to get back there and get my car tore up, and plus not being able to finish. I mean, we went into the thing eighth in points, and, you know, we're trying to keep the points alive. And so it was like we, we decided finally about lap 150 that we needed to go ahead and put in tires because we started falling off a little bit. We were, we were still running third. We had got up to third by virtue of passing some cars, and and we had got up to third by um, by guys pitting. So you know, so lo and behold, we we decided to pit. We made a little tiny, tiny, tiny chassis adjustment, and uh, the thing come out of the out of the pit just blazing fast. I mean, we were running the same lap times as the leaders, and we got banged up a little bit, but not too bad. Um, we ended up digging our way back. We started 19th on the restart, and with about 95 laps to go, and we had about six or seven more cautions than um. We ended up seventh right there with uh, with a lot of the guys that, you know, the front runners are Clay Rogers, McFarland, Michael Ridge, Bobby Gill, um, Jay Fogelman. So we, uh, like I say, it's probably one of the best race cars that we've had in a long time. What was it like to be back out there with the fellows again? Um, it feels good. I mean, you know, you don't have to kind of play pit strategy just to, uh, you know, put yourself in the position. I mean, we actually had a race car that we could pass and, and, and race to the front. I mean, it really, really... And it really just it felt good. I mean, we we had run good early in the year. We'd run you know fifth at Lakeland and um, tenth at South Georgia Motorsports Park and ninth at Concord, but just didn't really have the cars. Lakeland we had a good car, but we didn't have the cars. We went to Milwaukee. And we tried some stuff, and you know um, it doesn't matter how young or old you are. I mean, when you try things and you really don't know what you should be trying is going to work, and you should stay with what you know unless you have time to go practice or test and things like that. And we did in Milwaukee, and we went there and kind of shot ourselves in the foot. And then we went to uh, Myrtle Beach and did kind of the same thing. We always run good at Myrtle Beach. And, and, I mean, we ended up 15th. I mean, we ended up qualifying 15th and finished 13th out of, like, 32 or 33 cars. But and just what, what, what we should have done is kind of went back to basics. So that's what we did this week. Just really went back to basics, what we know, and... And like I say, I mean, all these guys doing these crazy, you know, wazoo setups and stuff. I mean, we went back to pretty basic and, and had a really good race car. Now, Billy, do you have um, new sponsors that are helping you? Is this yeah, well, we've, we've got the same ones that we've had. Um, we've got Fearless Woodworking. Um, we've got Styles and Styles Construction here out of Naples, Florida that helps us. We also have a company that come on in Milwaukee, and they're also coming on in um, Iowa. And they're based out of Iowa, and it's called Diamond Vogel Paint. And they're they're a big paint company out of um, Orange City, Iowa. And they they signed on to do two races this year, and we're 
we're going to uh, do a bunch of hospitality and stuff in Iowa and have a show car for them and things like that. And, and we're going to kind of lean to see if we can't get them on to bigger and better things next year, see if they'll come on and do full-time, uh, do the Pro Cup stuff with us full-time next year. Hey, Billy, let me ask you something. Okay. Um, your kids, you know, your kids are coming up. Um, are you molding them to be uh, professional race car drivers? Um, I'm, I'm really not molding them. I'm, well, you know what I meant. I'm, I'm not even, I, you know, if they want to do it, they're going to do it. That's kind of how it works with me. If, if they want to do it and they seem like they're really interested, I mean, we go to the shop almost every single night and they come out with me and they work. Um, it's something that, you know, if they want to do it, they're going to have to work at it. I'm not going to hand it to them just like it wasn't handed to me. Um, but it gets to the point where, I, the things that I've learned over the years, and I wish that I was a lot younger and get, had the opportunity that I'm able to give to them and the contacts that I'm going to be able to give to them when it's time to try to get them in, in, in so to speak, in the public eye or in the, the right eyes of people. Um, if they want to pursue it, fantastic. And if they don't and they want to just race Saturday night at Charlotte County, DeSoto, Inverness, wherever they want to race, I mean, that's going to be, that's going to be fine with me. I mean, if they want to do it, we'll, we'll push it as far as we can. And if they don't, that's fine, too. Well, they've been out there having fun at Charlotte, and I've been watching them. They've done a really good job. I mean, yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty amazing to watch 13- and 16-year-olds race with some other 13- and 16-year-olds and also race with adults and, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and do well. And I actually put them kind of a little bit of a deficit. I mean, I, I go out there and, and, and don't – I make them understand that. I don't give them probably the most horsepower out there. I mean, I'm, they have to drive for it, and they really do a good job. I mean – I'm not going to say that they're, you know, 90 degrees behind the eight ball because they're not, but I'm just saying that, you know, there's a lot of things that we could probably do to their car to make them a little bit better, but I want them to have to work harder to get to where they're at because I think it's going to make them better, you know, later in their career. Do you see a, a racer in your 16-year-old? Um, Actually, I see more of a crew chief in my 16-year-old, believe it or not. Okay. I mean, he's real methodical. I mean, he really gets in there and he's, he's not kind of the – the, the real hard charger, I mean, when he's out there by himself, he can run lap times with anybody. A little more timid in the in the traffic deal. Now, my 13-year-old, he he's probably senseless like his dad. <laughs> he goes out there and just, you know, just gets after it. I mean, uh, you, you lean on him to rub him, he's going to drive that much harder so that he can just get on there and lean and rub back on you. And, I mean, he was, he was tickled to death. I mean, they ran a switch-off race a couple weeks ago, and uh, he drew the sixth fill, and he fell back to, like, seventh at the start, and he ended up driving back up the fourth and got passed late by, by one of the little bit faster cars. But he said to me, he was really excited. He said, Dad, it's the first time that I can actually see all the leaders in front of me at the end of 25 laps. So, you know, so, I mean, and then my 16-year-old had a flat tire, you know, so he had to change his tire. He had to start in the back. And he's still in 25 laps, worked his way up to, like, 14th. So, I mean, they're doing good. They're doing exceptionally well, and um, and it's a, it is a joy to go out there and watch them all. I mean, all the guys in that Pro 4 class have a lot of, a lot of respect for each other. There's still some guys that get out there and just think that it's a demolition derby class, but um, but for the most part, they're having fun. Well, Billy, I'm just sort of curious. What is your overall uh, opinion about uh, Charlotte County Motorsports Park and the things that are happening out there? I think everybody's doing a great job. I mean, all they got to do is just keep doing what they're doing. I mean, just you know, you've got to you've got to go out there and you've got to, it's hard because you've got to please everybody, not only sponsors, but you've got to please fans, you've got to please drivers, but you can't, you know, you can't put one guy in front of the other. I mean, if ever, if, if there's 10 guys there and they've got complaints, you got to listen to them all and, you know, and do the best you can uh, to make all of them as happy as they can be. 
I can't let you go out of here without at least getting your opinion on our hot topic of last <laughs> week exactly and this week. That's exactly where I was going still. next, too. Um, you know, and that is of um, are you familiar with Auburndale and the decision they made not to let um, somebody race at their racetrack that's raced at another racetrack? Well, I, that that night. when we had a switch off, and the sportsman guys ran early, and then they, I, right. I exactly, they had went up and um, tried to race, and they had paid their way in the back gate, and then when they got yep. on the racetrack, they they asked them to get off the track. That exactly, and so you know, I'm sure there have been times in in your racing career where you've raced at two tracks on a night, correct? Well, I really didn't because they were too far away. But I mean, I, I would run four classes in a night. How about mm-hmm. a rain out? You know, well, I mean, we, we've, we've, we've done rain-out stuff, go from one track right. to the next. Yep. And, you know, but the thing about it is, the problem of it is, is, you know, I don't know the owner of Auburndale. I do know Bobby now, and I know John, and I know got people like that. But my thing is, is if, if, if you've got somebody that's going to walk in your back gate and you're going to turn them away because of an ego problem or whatever the case may be, then shame on you. It should be the fact that you should welcome everybody in here. And, see, I think that's the problem. I think the problem is, is all these tracks should work together because they're they're going by the wayside one by one. Yes, and exactly. What we have is all these, all these, and I and I say this as a whole. I'm not saying it and picking anybody out. Yes. But what ends up happening is, is these promoters they need to sit down. Bobby needs to promote a big race for Auburndale if it's in a couple weeks. If it's Outlaw Sportsman, I mean, or Outlaw Street Stock, or if it's uh, you know, Four Cylinder Modified, whatever it is, they need they need to promote each other just for the simple fact that people may come from Arcadia that really like watching the Outlaw Street Stocks or really might like watching the Modifieds or the Sprint Cars, and they need to do that. But the problem of it is, is like I said, I personally feel maybe it's not an ego thing. Maybe it's, a, you know, this guy's going to try to outdo that guy or try to, you know, throw that guy under the bus. And what happens is inevitably when you have it at work, you have it in, in, in your everyday life, all they're doing is they're just hurting themselves. Yeah, and they're hurting and, the fans. And, 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 yeah, and the end result in hurting the fans, you know, because, mm-hmm. I mean, people come there probably to watch those guys race. They, they call Bobby, you know, and ask Bobby if they could come down, you know, and, and, and Bobby, uh, you know, I don't know if he changed the schedule to put them first or, or, or towards Yes, first he first did, first. and yeah, he paid them a, out. He got them exactly, paid out quick so they could get out of them, there. Yes. You know, and, 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 and again, I'm not, I'm not praising Bobby. I mean, I think the world of Bobby, but, you know, my thing is, is, you know, if a man can leave Charlotte County and he wants to go to DeSoto and he wants to pay that $30 to walk in the back gate, and you're going to turn him away for handing you green money. How foolish are we? No, DeSoto, he wouldn't turn him down. You know. uh, no track. No track in the state of Florida has ever turned down anybody that's done that. If there wasn't already a 24-car field that was set via qualifying with a bunch of cars already, and they already had to send people home, then, of course, they would turn them away. But oh, um, exactly. since, since I've been racing and racing that I read about before and uh, had you know other friends whose dads raced and – Used to race at two racetracks, and I, I've never seen it happen. So he's going to tell us tonight what the reason is behind it. And by having you folks on, you know, you other racers, and you're a surprise. I didn't even know you were going to be on, but since you were, I figured I'd ask your opinion of it. And uh, tracks are so far away from Naples and stuff. Isn't that where you're from, down south? Yep. That's yep. why he couldn't race at two tracks. The tracks already closed by the time he got there. <laughs> well, because it was, though, back when we were running, you know, local in Naples, the uh, but one of the closest ones was Hialeah, and the other one was DeSoto. Well, it's two hours to get there, you know, and by and two hours between two and two and a half hours, depending on traffic, you know, and by the time, you know, you were to leave here to get up there, 
you know, it, it just would have never worked. I mean, right. you know, if there was if there was a Charlotte County, I mean, I could get there in about 45 or 50 minutes. Well, that's feasible. If we were to run early, we could have loaded up and, you know, and right. gone down the road. You know, but the thing about it is, and I'd like just to hear what, what he'd have to say, why he didn't want those guys to race. Because, you know, he, you don't only lose a racer. You lose the people that go there to watch him, and then you lose the fans that actually like to watch that guy race, whether it be good or bad. And he's going to be on tonight, Billy, so you're going to get to hear later on the show tonight. Keep listening. All you folks out there, keep listening. Rex Guy will be on to give his reasoning behind uh, why they are doing that. Well, I mean, maybe he's got a good reasoning. but Maybe he uh, does. We'll find out. Yeah, but the, the, the sad part about it is it just doesn't. It just doesn't hurt the race, or it hurts the fan, and then it hurts the whole program. I don't think I'm going to be happy with any reason that he would give, <laughs> especially if I was the drivers. No. You know, because I, I know, listen, these backbone racers, these guys that run sportsmen, these guys that run these cars, man, they struggle, okay, to get their cars ready every mm-hmm. week. Those are the guys that are really working on their cars, you know, because Billy will tell you, we're the late model, you know. We like to work on the cars, but you know what? We're tired of working on the cars. Billy, you're tired of working on the car, aren't you? Um, I get that way. I've got seven race cars, so. Uh, well, you, you know, you, you're a little bit different story because, you know, yeah. you've got something going right now. But when you're doing your own thing, you know, you it's just a, like to pick it, your it own does, races. It does, and, it does get old, especially when you bust your tail and you try to, you know, and it takes a devoted person to be able to drive from, you know, if their hometown, say, is Auburndale, winter, you know, winter, wherever they're from. And they drive all the way down to Charlotte County, which may not be that far, but still, they drive down there, they practice, they race, they throw the stuff in the truck, run around there, get paid, and haul butt to the racetrack. And then they take their money at the back gate, they unload their cars, they get on the racetrack, and then to be denied. Yes, it doesn't make sense. They were supporting that racetrack, mm-hmm. their home track. They showed up to support it, and um, I still say that it's got something to do with track owners. Yeah, that's all I can say. And you have to wonder, you know, from the fan perspective, the fans sitting there watching, watching uh, Aaron and Jason being stuck on the track, you know, not allowed to continue on with the rest of the cars, you know, watching them sitting there, the fans in the stand must, you know, wondering what is wrong with those two drivers. Exactly. You know, and that creates another problem. That creates an image problem for those two drivers. Uh, Actually, and in fairness, uh, we did uh, talk to the, we did follow up uh, again throughout the week. And uh, there was uh, at least, uh, at least uh, one of the drivers was, uh, or two of the drivers were notified by phone. They were on the way to the track and they called and they were actually told that they wouldn't be able to race. Not those two. When they uh, two other ones, right? Yeah, when, when they when they were told on the way that they wouldn't be able to race because they called the track to let them know they were coming. Aaron uh, and Jason. But are there were some miscommunications. Two other guys. Okay, two there, other guys. There, yeah, there were some miscommunications and some some confusions going on. There was a lot of things going on. As that everybody would have been knows, four more cars. Well, everybody knows at a racetrack there's a lot of things going on. So in fairness, they did call. However, even that still doesn't for most people it doesn't. Doesn't change the fact that they still aren't allowed to race. Hey Billy, we got to go. We got a big show tonight. Hey. I appreciate you uh, calling in and us having you on, man. Billy Bigley Jr., you're having one of your best years ever on the yeah. Pro Cup Tour, right? Absolutely. All right, man. You go get him. Are you going to be the champ? We're going to try. We're not going to give up until that last sticker flag falls. Go get him, Billy. All right. Um, you got our sticker on your car, buddy. Yeah, on my late model. There you get, go. i got to get some stickers for you for the other one. We'll get you some. with Carol and get some on my program card for you. We'll All get right. some more for you. Thank Billy. you, man. Okay. Bye. Spread the word. All right. Thank you. All right. Uh, there you have it, Billy Bigley Jr. Um, he's raced everything. He is such a nice guy. I had spent some time visiting with him down at Charlotte County Motorsports Park. With his traveling house? Yes. 
Who is this traveling house? <laughs> exactly. It's amazing. Um, before we go to break, um, you know, we just, from Inside Florida Racing, we just want to thank Casey Mays and uh, FancyWorkEmbroidery.com. She handles all our, our needs when it comes to uh, making Inside Florida Racing jackets and our uh, staff shirts. And then they can take care of everything that you want for promotional-wise. You're, you're, you know, you want, you want T-shirts to be able to hand What if I got a driving suit? I need bonehead on she can embroider it all up for you make it all look real nice make your hats make your t-shirts to throw out to your fans whatever you need it's i need a hat fancy work embroidery.com that's I need fancy a hat with for an this eye. Head. and uh you'll see a link to her website right on the inside florida racing.com webpage don't worry folks we will be back you're listening inside florida racing